Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, and you're listening to the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast. What? in and out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from, this is the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast, a horror podcast that would have totally been the $1 guy on The Price is Right. <laughs> My name is Greg D. <laughs> I'm Genius McGee and I'll take $1, Bob. <laughs> and on today's episode, we're finishing out our month-long panic attack as we let you play along with the Game of Games from this year's Panic Film Festival. The Game of Games! And you don't have to press your luck to listen into our show. All you need to do is search for Nightmare Junkhead wherever podcasts are played, hit subscribe, and when we drop our latest episode, it will download directly to your listening device of choice. All up in your fum 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 hole. And if you want to play the game that is social media, you can find us on Twitter at Nightmare Junk and on Facebook at Nightmare Junkhead. And of course, it is on the Book of Face where... The tab formerly known as Shenanigans, but once they're Shenanigans again, the tab shall return. Yes, they will. And I cannot wait for that event tab to return. Absolutely. And as this episode is going to release on... Oh, was that event on the horizon? An event horizon? Oh, Lord. Is yeah. that too much of a stretch? Where, where we're going, you don't need eyes, genius. I'm just saying that. <laughs> no. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> Better that than the... Stop going! Well, if you do find yourself listening in, this is going to be released on April 24th, closing out the month of April. Maybe things are normal. Maybe we have events tab. If not, no worries. Hey. But again, this is the time where we would invite you to become a Patreon pal. You can be a Plinko Patreon pal. Yes. <laughs> you don't even, that's, you're not even taking a chance when nope. you sign up with us. Everyone's a winner. Everyone goes to that middle one. Yep. It's just the <laughs> journey to get along there. <laughs> well, definitely, including our film family and our Patreon's pals, check them out over at patreon.com slash screenland. Maybe we've got a Vince tab going on there now. But again, if, even if we don't have things going on in the theater, you sign up for the Patreon They've got a lot of quality content, including, hopefully, ideally, multiple things by us at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, again, I guess we want to sell it, you know. But check them out. Um, and also, speaking of Patreon... You can be a Plinko Patreon pal of us. Yeah. You can be one of our P- 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 Pinko Patreon pals. You're going to sound like a Pinko, and that's going to alarm someone. They're going to go, <laughs> yeah, I knew it. I knew, I knew it. it. Yep. Yeah, a bunch this. of commies thinking they're better than us. It's all this junkhead's fault. We're going out, and I got to get toilet papers. <laughs> Goddamn Plinko Pink. Those guys on the junkhead, they wipe from back to front, I bet. And you know what? Fucking, they're going to show like a stock footage of it. It's like Homer Simpson when he was like with the like with the fucking Bolshevik hat and shit on there. It's going to be us like hosting a screening of Red Dawn where we all... Are we going to be the next Dalton Trombos? <laughs> like our podcast is going to become Johnny Got His Gun. Oh no, fucking Richard Jewell all over again. <laughs> Well, we all, uh, we, if that's not enticing <laughs> enough for you to come on board with Patreon, Be Patreon <laughs> we do actually have multiple tiers from Squidly Diddly to another time. Another place. So check it out. From $1 to $10, we do have some good quality content <laughs> that will be coming to you in the month of May. Mm-hmm. And we might as well also let you know here in the upcoming month of May, as hard as things have been, because listen, we taped for the most part everything 
that we were releasing here in the month of April. Way in advance, like January, Panic <laughs> Fest. It was truly another time. Another place. So we've realized we've gone through a lot. Um, so we wanted to make sure from, from madness to panic, we needed a little levity, mm-hmm. ultimately. So here in the month of May, everything that we're releasing in the maiden feed are going to be... Horror comedies. Giggle Mortis. Yeah, a lot of Giggle Mortis, right? Mm-hmm. We need that at this yep. point because we need the scares, but we still need the laughter. Exactly. And we're going to be talking about some films that are combining them. And I'll be honest, a lot of them, f- quite a few of them, are going to be first-timers for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm anxious for that. Uh, but also then make sure to check the Patreon feed because I can tell you this, our first commentary track on the Another Time uh, uh, the Another Time tier is going to be a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. You might get some deja vu because if you go look for it, you ain't going to find it. Yeah. It, Weirdly enough. It's, it was like a sign. Yeah, it was. Salt of the Earth, I think, happened, uh-huh. unfortunately. <laughs> you, you'll find that if you like this job. Oh, there you did. You done doing it now, you slave driver. But check it out over at Patreon. And again, if you can't, no worries. We're still going to provide content here on the main feed. Well, speaking of the main feed in today's episode, this is our final little get-together. And technically, it was kind of closing out Panic Fest, was it not? Yeah, it was. It was because it was on a Monday yes. after the main festival. But the festival kept on going. And th- keep in mind, we opened the month of uh, April with our conversation with Joe Lynch, which sounded wonderfully. Mm-hmm. And I say that because everything from here on out. Fum, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I said like when it was, I said the 701 or something like that. I wasn't even the $1. I was the plus one guy. <laughs> the correct answer was oh. 350 Fuck. So if anything, <laughs> our game show, the game of games, coming back to Panic Fest uh-huh. sounds... Rough. A little rough. A little rough. And that blame goes to me. I'm going to take the blame. Now, here's the worst part, though, is it's like, how the hell did this sound like this? Because if you know anything about me, I've got a lot of OCD in me. And rest assured, I was there right when Adam let me in. I troubleshot everything. He had everything set up, bells and whistles. Remember when I did a sound check? It was perfect, perfect. And that was on Thursday before everything started. Now, we had a lot of stuff that went on during that time. I even took a picture of everything for a visual reminder if anyone wants to yell at me. But unfortunately... Everything went swimmingly perfect without a hitch the entire weekend. At the best of times. <laughs> and the worst of times. Yeah. <laughs> it was the, the, blurst, best, the yeah. blurst of times. <laughs> and I say all this because... And it's like, how the hell did this happen? Because what happened was I somehow panicked. It's Panic Fest! If if staying on brand totally yeah, with us, totally fest. with us, the the volumes in the back should have been up and the volumes in front should have been high. I reversed them. So let me just say this: it is listenable. It is listenable. <laughs> you'll you'll like it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> actually, I think you'll love it because it is on brand with us. Because first and foremost, it was a fucking hoot. It was so much fucking fun. I think and I we, can say without ego, people had a good time, and we got to tickle John Patton. <laughs> <laughs> we got very things got very hands on. Oh, you, geez, very hands on. This would not happen now. My God, no, definitely another time, another place. <laughs> Holy God, we wouldn't be. We, we can't social distance tickle. No, you know? <laughs> there's no app for that. Well, there was a lot of interactivity with this one. Um, and honestly, like I said, the the content is I think is wonderful. So listen. It's a rough listen, but I think it's worth your listen. It was I fun. really do. It was I think everyone had a good time. We had the introduction of the physical challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, the music was, I think everyone had a good time. But following this, we now have a Panic Fest dispatch, our final one of April as well. 
with said John Pata. We're giving it tickle attack. And I'm, I'm glad we're putting this in. And this was, uh, and I listened to it because I was kind of editing. He does mention the show and how much of a good time. Now, I'm not saying I threw this at the end to validate that people had a good time because the because again but a cherry on top is a cherry on top indeed you know <laughs> but no uh, filmmaker john pata one of the greatest guys on the planet yeah, he's fucking rad currently knocking out the edit on the stylist shout out to joe gavargazian and the stylist crew you'll hear patty murphy yelling this shout out to patty there was a great little little thing going on i had a blast with the game show here's the thing from here on out it's going to sound like the Joe Lynch conversation. <laughs> it's going to sound like the first time we technically did the game show. Remember the first time? We actually, it sounded really good. Yeah. Panic Fest, am I wrong? It's Panic Fest, man. It's like the Chinatown of a film. It's Panic Fest, man. <laughs> There's nothing else you can say. Good, bad, and different. I mean, it's always good. It's always you know, we still got, we still had a fucking blast. I, but this is kind of the ones like, to get the full experience, you should have been there. Yeah. Yeah. Again, so my apologies again. The, all the blame goes on me this but, time. But hey, we still got some good stuff. Learning from the experiences, as we do, as we do. So I'm again, and let's say is this, this your Wolf Cop? This no, is, like this something, is totally something at like Screen fe- at, at Panic Fest. Because listen, the while it was recording, I saw how it was blowing up on Audacity. I'm like, this isn't right. But we had already started. The yeah. flow was so good. Everyone was yeah. having a good time, and I didn't want to be like, oh, I'm sorry, we're gonna stop and have to start again. I wasn't going to be that guy. We'll have to take a pee break next time. Like, you know, no, it's just ultimately but it's hey, one of those things. Hey, we learn know, from it. All's well that ends well, man. Like with everything, it, we came out. We came out the wiser. We came out the better, and we still have good quality content. I think. Well, I'm not going to say good quality content, but we got content, and it's funny. It so. truly <laughs> is. So ideally, we will do this again next year. Yes. So if you enjoy this, uh, you know, even throw out some suggestions to us. Yeah. What categories should we do for the game of games? Like, yeah. tell us some, some fun stuff. Do you have a physical challenge you'd like to see? Is there a better title than the game of games? No. <laughs> Veto. <laughs> it's the game. It's Nightmare Junkhead colon the, the game, game of, of games. games. That totally works. Cue the music. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> the junkhead. So thank you again to everyone that came out uh, to the game of games to Panic Fest. Looking forward to interacting with you guys again next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as we like to call off here with the Panic Fest, stay safe and don't panic. The Game of Games! in and out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from this is the nightmare junkhead podcast coming to you live from the panic film festival here in kansas city missouri panic fest how are you horror hounds doing tonight (laughs) fucking a how's your panic fest going so far Yes, All right. that's what we want to hear. Well, gang, my name is Greg D. And I'm Genius McGee. And I'd like to welcome those in the audience and those listening at home to a rare live Nightmare Junkhead podcast recording. And you know what? If we're doing it live and it's Nightmare Junkhead, that means one thing. It's the Game of Games! Uh, Round three. Well, I was going to say it's Panic Fest. Oh. But, you know, that's okay. It's Panic Fest, bitches! Genius never adheres to the carefully put together outline that I have and he just poops all over it. I, I swear to God. I roll with 12 gangs. You uh, just do hate crimes. You don't know me. God damn. Heinous McGee there. 
<laughs> wow. Well, well, again, thank you guys for coming out. We are here at the Panic Film Festival at Screenland Armor in Kansas City, Missouri. And I do not know about you, but my Panic Fest so far has been above and beyond everything I've ever experienced. It's and fucking dreams come true, man. This has been crazy. It's not even so much dreams. It's that we like to say we make memories here at Panic Fest. In fact, I'm looking at a person in the front row that many moons ago was here for one of those wonderful memories. And if I may put you on the spot, Liz, can you say two words for that memory? Woke up! Yes! <laughs> Genius oh, on your tombstone. I'm never fucking living down, man. That's great. I don't mind, because it, 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 it reminds me of Panic Fest. And when a memory, even if I busted my ass, if it reminds me of a fun time, those are the stories you want to retell. Well, between that, uh, the, the many friends we've made, the movies we've seen, the memories created, hear this one. You mentioned it's been a wonderful Panic Fest, but what I love about Panic Fest is not only do you get a diverse group of films, because you get the horror comedies that make everyone feel good, you get those cult classics that everyone fondly remembers, and then you get some of those films that you've never seen sight unseen because it is a film fest. Mm -hmm. And genius, would you say the Panic Film Fest is a place for families? Mans and families. <laughs> because um, you had your mother come with you, correct? <laughs> yeah, so we went to see, so mom was like, oh, I want to see what this Panic Fest is all about, you know, because I've been talking about it for Making years. memories. Right. And so she goes, oh, I'll come and see a movie. And I'm like, all right, cool. We'll come and see a movie. And th that's the thing. You don't know what you're seeing at Panic Fest. It could be a Merchant Ivory film. It could be like a comedic snuff film and anything in between. And so like a comedic snuff film. They're funny. So, um, <laughs> right. No. So I was like, oh, right, let's go see this movie. I don't know what it is. And we went to go see this movie called Death Sember. And it's my mom. And she's she's not like 100% cool with horror, but she's getting used to it. And so we're sitting there in the middle of the, the movie, and in the movie there's this vignette of this claymation child getting abducted by a claymation priest and then getting the ever-living shit raped out of the child. And, like, it's very gratuitous, and it's played for laughs, and I'm just sitting there with my mom in the chair. I'm 41 fucking years old, and I'm still, like... Ooh, just slinking down like this is embarrassing. So, yeah, yeah. someone said, yeah, I need to go see that movie. That's right. That's uh, yeah. No, if it wasn't for that, there's a great movie. I mean, it was like, it was just kind of like not the movie you want to see with your mom. So, yeah. But I, I'm glad another memory was made here at the Panic Film Festival. Yeah. Well, obviously, we're here the Monday after. The weekend has already happened, and that's when the main festivities go on. So I'd like to think this is kind of the, the hangover cure of the Panic Fest, you know, because uh, quite honest, literally some of you out there I already know are still recovering, and that's good. Thanks, you're hungover. <laughs> we are... <laughs> We're yeah, still some drinking. are still drinking. Some are not quite there for the hangover yet. So. We are the hair of the dog podcast that will bite you, okay? <laughs> but what we like to do here is this is indeed the game of games. Mm -hmm. we, what do we call this? Genius like McGreggy? What is this? Greg D. McGenius? Something along the lines. And we, we debuted this a few years ago at the Panic Film Fest, and this was actually when before they had the theaters, the new theaters created. In fact, we are in kind of the uh, the debris. Vendor loft, of the vendor pile of doom. Very much a pile. Uh, but what we like to do here is basically kind of give you the nightmare junkhead the podcast experience here in the theaters. In a playable version. A playable version of which you could potentially win prizes. Because that's the cool thing about Panic Fest. There's a lot of movies and there's a lot of podcasts. 
But there's no game shows. Ah, but until we, well, and I don't even know if you'll call this a game show. No, it's just a trivia night with with a bunch of fuck ups. Not you guys. Uh, Yeah, thank you. Yeah, us, 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 us. There goes all of us. Just fuck this game. (laughs) It turns out it was a mistake to give them pitch pitchforks and torches. Ladies and gentlemen, Phantasm Ravenger. No. uh. (laughs) So we have. Five categories to test your horror knowledge and trivia. Five categories, ideally, to make you go, hmm, maybe do I need to be a better horror fan? Do I need to say, or in, in ca- some cases, some of you are going to like, this is the most insultingly easy. easy. And some of you, even hardcore horror fans, are going to be like, well, that's fucking hard. So, so we got to run the gambit. So if you don't get one, don't feel bad. And the way we're interacting here is you've got four different ways that we're going to be turning in your answers. The first two categories, you're going to be using a pen and a little little sheet here, and you're going to turn them in. Now, what we've got here, our first category is called Explain a Plot Badly. Now, how many of you, and let's face it, sometimes it is hard to describe horror movies to normies. And by normies, I mean the people that don't necessarily watch horror movies. But occasionally, also, it's hard to explain horror movies to horror hounds. Mm Mm-hmm. It's even worse, however, when one genius McGee gets a hold of these, and we put a, a genius filter a, a through A slimy this. veneer. Yes. Yeah, so, genius, how is this going to happen? So, I'm going to ask, I'm going to explain the plot of a movie, okay? It's a movie some of you have seen hundreds of times. Uh, some of it may be nothing. But write your guess on this sheet of paper. That says okay? explain a plot explain badly. Explain a plot badly. And then we will turn it in. We're going to go through them. I'll read them twice. And then later on, if you'll need any more, we'll... Just raise your hand, and I'll answer anyone's, okay? So are you guys ready to play the game of games? <laughs> All right, round one. Explain the plot badly. Numero uno. Here we go. An undead diddler torches troubled teens and their doctor, and it's only up to John Saxon, Cowboy Curtis, and a nun to stop him. What movie is that? An undead diddler tortures troubled teens and their doctor, and it's up to John Saxon, Cowboy Curtis and a nun to stop them. Explain the plot badly. And we'll come back to this one. I see. Oh, oh, now what I really like already is I thought this might be the easy one. <laughs> no. But already I see people putting together their idea. Now, some of you are already looking at us like, let's go, dudes. Let's yep. go to next. the next one. All right. Speaking of next. Number two. Number two. This is a, this is a musical one. <clears throat> this movie is scary. It has a lot of fears. Don't say his name five times when you're looking in a mirror. One more time. (laughs) One more time. (laughs) This movie is scary. It has a lot of fear. Don't say his name five times when you're looking in a mirror. Who can? Number three can. Number three. Another sing-along one. I, th- I swear, this is the last singing. Well, no. All right, here we go. Ready? This song will get stuck in your head, stuck in your head, stuck in your head. This song will get stuck in your head, Silver Shamrock. That's right, kids. What t- what answer is this? What movie is that from? Make sure you check out the contest at nine. What movie is that from, kids? <laughs> he, he does the TLW really well. Yeah. Are you ready for number s- uh, four? Number four? Okay. <laughs> All right, you're oh. number eight. No, here we go. Number four. You don't need eyes to see Cowboy Curtis and that one dude from Jurassic Park erase a little hell in space. Someone watched a lot of Pee Wee's uh, Playhouse before he put together his stuff here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are in a theater, so never mind. Not that kind of theater. <laughs> ah! All right. 
You don't need eyes to see Cowboy Curtis and the dude from Jurassic Park raise a little hell in space. Uh, now, number five is our is an interesting one. Yep. Okay. This is called the Rage Cage Free Space. <laughs> All right. Nicholas Cage goes ape shit in this movie. Now, now, it's a rage cage free space. I'm not saying we're going to give extra points to a creative answer, but that's it. It's a free space. It's a free space. So give us your favorite rage cage Nick Cage movie. Nick Cage goes apeshit in this movie. Rage cage free space. Number six. Okay, number six. <laughs> oh, 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 wow. Everyone's out there now. They're murmuring about their favorite cage flicks. Like, no, right. you're wrong. <laughs> okay. Here we go, number six. <laughs> hey, I'm Gary Busey, and when I'm not fighting werewolves with, <laughs> I'm over here teaching good advice, like how to piss on the Yankees, piss on the Indians, piss on the Yankees. What movie is this? You may need a motorcycle helmet with this one. Yep. <laughs> hey everybody, I'm Gary Busey, and when I'm not giving good uncle advice, like how to fight werewolves, I'm over here telling uncle advice, like how to piss on the Yankees, piss on the Indians. He, he always calls me that. <laughs> Fucking love Gary Busey. He's the man's man. Next potential movie. Okay, here we go. Next potential movie. You are cordially invited to a party where Linnea Quigley will tell you the importance of sour balls and proper lipstick storage. You are invited to a party where Linnea Quigley will tell you the importance of sour balls and proper lipstick storage. My favorite thing is you can tell when everyone knows the answer. There's they're a like, lot of revelry, and then they're and like, then, wait, oh. shh, what is it? What is it? Wait. That's when we got them. Yep. All right. Number eight. Papa always says, if you can't find a good woman, cobble one together with the parts of exploded hookers due to super crack. <laughs> Papa always says, if you can't find a good woman, cobble one together with the parts of exploded hookers due to super crack. Want a date? Looking for some action? Number nine, Genius McGee, and explain a plot badly. You want the shit. This movie will give you the shit. Four urban tales of terror guaranteed to get you knee deep in the shit. One more time and give it that draw, my friend. <laughs> lion, lemon face, lion face. Lips, teeth, tip of the tongue. <laughs> no. <laughs> right? <laughs> Lips, teeth, suspiria? No, um, okay. No. <laughs> you want the shit. This movie is the shit. Four urban tales guaranteed to get you knee deep in the, the shit. And the last one. Number 10. A balding ice cream man battles demonic dwarves while a young boy fights an old man and his balls for a second time. A balding ice cream man battles demonic dwarves while a young man fights an old man and his balls for a second time. All right, now that was initially explained a plot badly. Do we need any repeats? Uh, number, one. Number, number one? Okay, I will do number one. Number one. An undead diddler tortures troubled teens and their doctor while it's up to John Saxon, Cowboy Curtis, and a nun to stop them. 
An undead diddler tortures troubled teens and their doctor, and it's up to John Saxon, Cowboy Curtis, and a nun to stop them. I'm not joking. Every time, you, goddamn time you say undead diddler, Paul over there just giggles uncontrollably. <laughs> undead diddler, undead diddler, undead diddler, undead diddler. Great, it's the greatest Pavlovian response I've seen in quite some time. I love it. Diddle me this, Batman. All right, number four. You don't need eyes to see Cowboy Curtis and the dude from Jurassic Park raise little hell in space. Number 10. A balding ice cream man battles demonic dwarves while a young man fights an old man and his balls for a second time. Ah, it's the second time. Number yeah, six. Number six. You just want me to do that. Hey, I'm Gary Busey. <laughs> If I'm not fighting werewolves, I'm saying piss on the Yankees, piss on the Indians. Guy goes into a bar, says, hey, jackass, give me a beer. Guy goes, hey, why are you always talking to the bartender like that? Bartender goes, oh, hee-haw, hee-haw, he always calls me that. Eight. Do it in Gary Busey's voice, though. Hey. Number eight. <laughs> hey, Pop always, <laughs> Pop always says, if you can't find a good woman, Cobble one together with the parts of exploded hookers due to super crack. Want a date? Looking for some action? Hey, we got dueling buzies going on over How's here. How's it going? Hey, make it two. <laughs> no, no, no. We've got we've got a time restraint. <laughs> this so, would be scary. No. <laughs> Mount Baldy is going to come around and pick up your explain a plot badly. Oh, the numbers are already on it. It goes in order. Oh yeah, team number, please, definitely. A, number 10, a balding ice cream man battles demonic dwarves while a young man fights an old man and his balls for a second time. You are, Patty, you are one. You guys are two. You guys are three. You guys are four. You guys are five. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, excuse me. Okay, so... How is that? Okay, so that is probably one of the easier categories. Now, now that being we're going to get a little bit more difficult and things are going to get a little more challenging. But we're also going to go ahead and reveal the answers here once we get... Come on, Patty. We don't have all day. You, you, you know, we were praising you all goddamn afternoon, you diva. Did we get the M&Ms mixed up just like you wanted? All right. Hit Ready it. for the answers? Hit it. Here we go. Number one. An undead... Well. Okay, got it. All right, cool. Here we go. No, you're not five. You're one, two, three. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, cool. Stop it. <laughs> we only got an hour, goddammit. All right, here we go. <laughs> Number one. An undead diddler tortures troubled teens and their doctor, and it's up to John Saxon, Cowboy Curtis, and an unknown to stop them. Nightmare on Elm Street 3, the Dream Warriors. All right. Number two, this movie is scary. It has a lot of fear. Don't say his name five times when you're looking in the mirror. The, the Candyman. Candy the Candyman. Oh, because the Candyman takes the hook that he hates, and victims he'll soon be getting. They're going to do a little regretting. Because what's the good if not foreshadowing? All right. So. He's been waiting. Don't encourage it. Don't encourage it. Okay. 
This song will get stuck in your head, stuck in your head, stuck in your head. This song will get stuck in your head, Silver Shamrock. That's right, kids. It's Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Wear your mask, kids. It's time. All right. Time for number four. We don't care. Not necessarily. <laughs> we don't care. Not I have to grade these things. Trust me, we don't care. All right, number four. You don't need eyes to see Cowboy Curtis and the dude from Jurassic Park raise little hell in space. Event Horizon. Oh, so goddamn good. Yes, there we go. That's what we're looking for. Number five, Rage Cage Free Space. Nick Cage goes apeshit in this movie. I'm actually looking for Mandy. We'll take anything. We'll take anything with Rage Cage. Indeed. All right. Vampire kiss. Yeah, right. that works. I'm a vampire! Okay. Here. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, hey, I'm Gary Busey, and when I'm not doing shit, I'm pissing on the Yankees. Of course, it's going to be Silver Bullet. Right. Oh, said, God damn it. All right, next one. You're invited to a party where Linnea quickly tells you the importance of sour balls and proper lipstick storage. Night of the Demons. Mm-hmm. Ask me about my Linnea Quigley lipstick story. It's crazy. Okay, um... Papa always says, if you can't find a good woman, cobble one together with the spare parts of exploded hookers that die on super crack. Ladies and gentlemen, Frankenhooker. From the year 1990. All right. You want the shit. You will get the shit with this movie because it is awesome. It is Tales Tales from from the the Hood. There we go. And finally, this one I think got a lot of you guys, but I think some of you are spot on. A balding ice cream man battles demonic dwarves while a young man fights an old man in his balls for a second time. Phantasm 2. There you go. So, does that make sense? We have to have the Phantasm 2. can't be Phantasm. It has to be 2. has to be part 2. So, now, hopefully with that first round out of the way, you kind of got an idea of what we're doing here. Now, one of the segments we do on the show about once a month, ideally, is a little segment called What's the Score? where we kick back and listen to some of our favorite horror scores and soundtracks and talk about them. Now, that being said, we can't bring the record player here, but what we can do is bring in some digital clips of some songs. So our next category here is called Songs in the Key of Death. Now, this is going to be one where you're going to be turning in. You're going to be writing your answers. So the next sheet under that should be Songs in the Key of Death. We have 10 clips from scores and soundtracks, and your job is to figure out what movie yep. these are coming from. So what we're looking for are the the, the title the title of the movie. Of the movie. Now, you don't need to know the theme or the name of the song, if there's nope. a certain song, but just, just the, the movie. movie. Not even the Not composer. No, you might get some bonus points. You know, you're a composer, but like... No, there's no, no, there's no except bonus. our undying there's gratitude. Points, yes. but no bonus points. So our first clip, ladies and gentlemen... You guys ready? It's going to make you believe, and it's going to make you believe in the power of the saxophone. Thank you. I will yeah. say, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about him. That is definitely some possible brownie points. Now, this next clip goes out to one Joe Lynch from the Movie Crip Podcast, who helped us make a memory last night by sitting in on our Piddly Podcast and talking all things 1990 hardware. And I will say this. 
If you happen to know the very first film he saw, i.e. his horror origin, you'll know exactly what this song is coming from. Spoilers. You also might know that if you're a cat hole enthusiast. Or <laughs> I, and I, I, what I liked is already I got a few of you stumped. And I will say this is going to kind of go from easier to harder. There's so some let's, in, almost impossible ones. So there's some good ones. Now, this third clip, if you do have a weak heart, this one may not be for you because it might make it stop. You've been warned. And you can sing along if you know the lyrics, because it's not going to give anything away. Now, is this making sense so far? Are any of these triggering memories? Good ones, bad ones, everything? Does anyone need to lay out on the couch? Do we have some PTS? We are going to get some replays. All right, now our fourth clip plays well before the 4th of July. And let's just say this, it's always ready to party. In fact, I believe the joke is genius. What comes before part B? Part A! Indeed. Now, our fifth clip here in Songs in the Key of Death plays well in the light of the TV screen. I watched the Medusa's eyes turn. But my own reflection, I've never seen. That's not giving anything away. Now, our next clip, um, honestly, it should really become equipped with a barf bag because the film it's associated with, oh, no, you're good, you're good. Let's take a listen. Sixth song from Songs in the Key of Death. I do apologize. They sounded a little bit better during rehearsal. Now, our next clip, we already sent out one to Joe Lynch of the movie Crypt. This one goes out to Adam Green. And quite honestly, anyone that ever rocked a mullet, whether it was back in the day or whether it is now, this one is for you. All right. Okay, good. Again, some of you, it doesn't go automatically. That is it. That means we're doing our job. Now, our next clip, last one was a little bit more metal. This one is a little bit more melancholy. Take a listen. (laughs) 
Some of you aren't even writing at this point. You're still trying to process, figure out where you know it from. Don't worry, we'll play it again. We'll play it again. Now, our second to last clip goes out to the one and only Genius McGee, my podcast partner, partner in crime, hetero life mate, what have you, because we are a fan of this particular genre and this particular clip. Try not to dance. I saw a few like, ah, I think I know that one. I think I know. And I see a lot of you. It's like on the tip of your tongue. That was number, that nine. Was number nine. Okay, that's okay. We'll get to that. Now, our last clip, this one also is dedicated to uh, Heather Wixon, uh, co-host of the Corpse Club podcast, writer for Daily Dead, friend of the show. And quite honestly, once you figure out what this movie is from, you may not necessarily think of her as a top critic because this is one of her favorite films. And again, I'm too old for guilty pleasures, but even this one, you have to wonder, what is it? Let's take a listen. That is good. All right, All that right. was the first entry of Songs in the Key of Death. All right, so you've got a few minutes, few seconds before Mount Baldy comes around and collects your entries for song. Oh, we've already gone. Nope, nope, we've got a time limit here, gang. Now the pressure of the game of games. I'm going to give you all now that while we're putting this together, because it is a podcast first, ultimately, yeah. I will say the next uh, segment is going to require your dingers. So start getting thinking about your dinging. <laughs> Get your dingers out. And so we're going to go ahead and collect in five, four, three, two, one. one. Mount Baldy, collect them up there for us. And don't worry, gang, again, everyone's walking away with something. But the best part of this entire game show is then revealing these answers and watching you all squirm going, God, I cannot believe it was that one. Thank you, thank you. Uh, we're not, no premature dinging, trust me. I'm in my 40s, I know what that means. All right, we got everything, Mount Baldy? Okay, so clip one. Do you believe? Lost, Lost boys. boys now. Tim Capello, baby, that is right, the greased-up sax man. Now, song number two, again, this one went out to Joe Lynch, gang from the movie Crypt. Does anyone know what was the movie that his mother took him to see when he was three? Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Oh. The, ah. It's so, just so obvious. Ugh. All right, clip number three. This one is going out to the Kansas City Horror Club. That is correct. The Monster Squad. Yes. Ogres. Whenever you need a montage, scary. Go to Tony. What is it? Uh, Michael Cimbello. Uh huh. All right. Now clip number four. Again, uh, it's not a way of life, you guys. Damn way right. Return of the Living Dead. That yes, that is the intro credit reel. That it's a little dead, dead march. march. Oh, so good. So scary. We so see good and scary. melting. Great scene. Now this is the one that slumped many of stumped many of you, so I'm hopefully get a payoff here. Terror vision. Oh, I got it. Ah, what's up, Blair? 
If you haven't seen this one, it's a super sleazy sci-fi flick that Slimy is... Slimy and so wonderful. And uh, diddling Martians across... Martians diddle the universe! Now, oh, our next Spiro. one does come with a barf bag. And we'll take multiple answers for this one. But anytime you have a zombie versus a shark, you have zombie. The Fulci classic of which he will never come back. Full chi. Full chi. Going out to Mr. Patty. Now, our next one, again... Some of you are trying to place this, and if you're a metalhead, you know this one. Just don't place this on your mixtape. No, Sammy Kerr will come and get you with Trick or Treat. <laughs> Go with your gut, my friend. Go with your gut. Now, speaking of going with the gut, one of the characters from this next film will actually drill into it. And that's not a spoiler. It's a total giveaway. Did you get it? We're going Dark Moon for this one. Puppet, Puppet Master. Master. Puppet Master's fine. There. Yeah. Now this one, this last, this next one is for Genius McGee. This is one of his all-time favorite films. I love this movie so much. We've done a commentary track for it. It is the one. It is the only Critters. Ah. The song is called The Critter Skitter, and the Critters actually have a theme, like the Gremlins theme. Critter Skitter is actually, and if you listen to it, it's an all the movies. It's ridiculous. It's You just watched this. I love Critters. Now, our last one here, and again, this one stumped you, but if you ever are you're knocking on a door and you're like, hey, what's the uh, the password? Orgy. Werewolf Orgy. It's a werewolf Orgy because our next track, Howling 2, your sister is a werewolf. If you have never seen the Howling 2, it does contain a werewolf, werewolf orgy and has Sybil Danning taking off her top at least 18 times in the credits. Like a cannonball, can, cannonballs run. It cannonballs run. Now, how are you guys feeling after two rounds here with the game of games? We're at the halfway point, guys. Now, I will say this. As a horror fan, we watch a ton of movies, so much that we pretty much know a lot of these films inside and out, to the point we probably could annoy a bunch of people by just quoting the the movies out, the whole lines. And so if you're one of the people who love quoting movie lines, this is your category. So you are going to be breaking out your dealers for this. Now, I'm going to stress this, and I can't stress this enough. Do not ding prematurely until we pause it. We will say, we will we'll like give a, a nod or a thing. Do not ding until no, then. Because if fact, you do it and you're wrong, you don't get it. But any you're like, point. well, what am I dinging for? Well, our next category is called What's My Line? What we have for you, we have 10 clips from 10 different movies. Now, we are going to show you a bit of the, the movie and we're going to pause it right before a particular line. Now, you have to wait for one of us, genius or myself, to ask you what's that? What's the what's my blah, 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 what's my line? We'll try that again. Yeah, you'll have to wait for one of us to ask you what's, what's my, my line? line. So do not ding beforehand. And some of these lines, we're gonna look for some inflection. So I'm not gonna say you're gonna have to act your way through this, but you might have to act your way through this. And again, these are gonna um, go easy to harder, and we're going to do our damnedest to make sure we get everyone with the right dinging. So, that being said, you guys ready for What's My Line? Yeah. Let's see our first clip.
Nope, 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 not a one of you. Not a one of you. Nope, 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 nope. Here we go. Ready? Here we go. What's my line? Boom. Team three. There here is correct. Yes. That was team number three. I got it. Okay, you got it now. Our next one also is a quickie. So again, do not don't look at our faces. This is a not this is not a non-verbal thing. We, 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 what's my line? Clip number two. Oh, we're starting easy, don't worry. <laughs> What's my line? Make your choice. Back there. You guys, team two. Uh -huh. Five, four, three, two, one. Yep. That is correct. That is correct. So it. It's pressure. It's pressure. You normally don't have people staring down your throat. <laughs> so this next one takes a little time to get there, so we're going to enjoy this clip. But again, remember, we're asking, what's my line? For those at home. So Tina's walking to the TV. She's fiddling the knobs. What's my line, bitch? Oh, that right. No, they went before. Right over there in the corner. Nice. That is correct. Welcome to prime time, bitch. And ladies and gentlemen, that's a suicide. <laughs> According to the doctors there in Cowboy Curtis. Now our next one, again, uh, we're going to be looking for inflection. And I'll say the deeper, the, the better. better. Ah! Points for Frida. So Virginia Madison's freaking out. What's my line? That is correct. 
Say his name once. Say his name twice. Three times you got it. Hey, folks, come here. Candyman, indeed. Now, our next... I got something good for you. Our next clip is another one that we're going to be looking for a certain inflection. In fact, I'd say the more gravelly, the better. So if you need someone to really tear into you, let us know, because we like to go 4D on this one. Here's your next clip from What's My Line. (laughs) Pat is ready. What's my line? I'm gonna go over there on the right, cause you went before I said what's my line. Let's do it. Let's do it. You gotta get on me. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. You got that. Yes. <laughs> that is correct. Cap and that bonus points there for a little uh, 4D action. We appreciate that. Right. Thank you for John Patta for being our test dummy. Oh, now this next clip is actually this one. It's super quick. It's gonna come at you fast, real fast. So be ready. So like literally, it's gonna we're gonna go up and then and say. Then it's almost right there. What's, What's my, my line? line? Damn it, <laughs> That is correct. Yes. Ooh, baby. <laughs> Is that for me? No, that's for me. (laughs) (laughs) Now, our next clip comes from a movie that we've hosted many times here. Every time we show this movie, we have new people who see this movie, and it's the best. And we entered to... There's not a lot of there's a lot of horror movies you want to introduce your friends to and people who are normies to. This one is probably has the best reactions of a horror movie to introduce especially newbies. And th- tell me, let me tell you this line here. Now I'm going to say this. This is a fantastic movie. Why just the other day I was thinking about how wonderful this movie is. Mm, that wouldn't do it all there. No, genius. not at all. I'm going to say this. The what's my line aspect. I'm going to actually ask you guys to improvise. The line we're going to ask, it's kind of a call and response. And so your response would be to one genius McGee. Okay? Again, think about what you would normally say but add genius, genius. on this one, okay? Here we go. Let's break out the short shorts. What's my line? Oh, we might have stumped them. What's my line? Oh, five, five four, four, three, three two, two, one. one. Eat shit and live, Bill. We were looking for eat shit and genius. Eat shit and live, genius, McGee. That is okay. Sleepaway Camp. If you haven't seen it, trust me, it's worth it. Well, of course we do. Of course we do. Now our next clip comes from a film celebrating its 40th year of horror. A film we might just be talking about in our Into the Mouth of March Madness tournament. 
And it's a film that is all about eating well and eating good. And eating so, organic. Yes, so you have to be cautious on this next particular clip from What's My Line. What's, What's my, my line? line? Wait, hold on. I'm going to go with Yeah. It takes all kinds of critters to make Farmer Vincent's fritters. All kinds of critters to make Farmer That is correct. Yes. I see you're a connoisseur there, good sir. No, you just need to go. So this next one, <laughs> it's, it's not necessarily a phrase. It's kind of an action, and we need it yes. five, five times. times. Five, five times. times. This is a, yeah, this is a... Um, you'll know when you see it if you know it. If you know it, you'll know. Yeah, trust us on this one. Okay, prepare, prepare yourselves. What's, What's my line? line? <laughs> Correct in the front row, the raspberry blowing. Yes. Very nice. Oh, that was good. That was really good. Ooh, I got chills. Okay, now our last line comes from a movie that we give a lot of love for. In fact, we've talked about it already on this one. Um, and we're looking for, again, I'm gonna s the line needs to be said. I'm going to give it you. I want it three times with this particular line. If you know what it is, let's check it out. What's my line? Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. Oh, Sorry. I'm afraid that is incorrect. Sorry. Do close. we have any other? It was close. We're looking for another line. Over there on the right. Cut your commercial. Uh, yeah. Let's give him a second chance. Shut it off. I think you guys need a refresher in Halloween 3, or shall I say stop it. And we're not stopping our game of games. That was What's My Line. Very nice round there. How are you guys enjoying this so far? Is it making sense? Okay, good, good, good. We have one more category. We are hitting the home stretch. And this one, now we do a- This one's hard. Well, this is, we do a monthly live show called Nerds of Nostalgia. And the whole idea is you, we show a movie that you don't know what it is until we screen it. But our whole thing is we like to let you know the month before, at least to give you an idea of what the movie is, by doing this thing called Nerd Knowledge, where we show you three trailers of films. And if you combine those films in one way or the other, whether it's simple addition, whether it's the quadratic equation, or if we're Cronenberging them together, you will get a movie. And we've got a little bit of a, a um, an example here. Now this, you're gonna break out your boards for. You're gonna say anything on this. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna show you three movies. You're gonna figure out if we put them together, what they equal. So our first example here, 
and we're going to give this for everyone, that you're not getting points on this one, okay? But this is our example one. If you were to take John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness, add a smidgen of Hellraiser, and then put it together with a thing. What movie would you get? You would get The Void. Does that make sense? Okay. So it's not, it's, it could be the themes, it could be the actors, it could be, so. Absolutely. Yeah, something can be extremely modern. So like, but it's, this is runs the gambit, but just remember, it's this movie plus this movie with a dash of this movie equals exactly. what the answer exactly. is. Exactly. You are going to hold up your boards, boards and then we're going to count down on everything. And spelling does not count on no. this one. Intent does, but spelling doesn't. No. Nope. No, nope. but don't look at your other boards. Be secretive. Yeah. All right, genius, are you ready to do this? Let's do this. All right, we're going to be flexing some nerd knowledge. Number one. Halloween. John Carpenter's Halloween. Plus, don't answer the phone. Plus, the meta masterpiece that is Wes Craven's New Nightmare. So if you take Halloween, don't answer the phone, and Wes Craven's New Nightmare, what film would you get? Answers in three. Well, give him a second here. Uh, answers in oh, no, two. No, you can turn it. You can pull them up. Yeah, that is correct. That is correct. 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 Count. Correct. And correct. And we're waiting on one more team. Five, four, four, four three, two, two, one. That is incorrect. incorrect. We were looking for Wes Craven's Scream. Scream. Now, for those of you that didn't get it, does it make sense how we got to there? Yeah. Showing the work is important. So good job, all the other teams. Got that there, genius? Yep. All right. Now our next trivia of nerd uh, now. Yep. Yeah, just erase your answers. Yeah, yeah. You, elbow grease on this one. Number two, nerd knowledge. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Dashing a little bit of Monster Squad. And put it in the House of Wax. What movie would you get? Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with all of the monsters and Monster Squad. And House of Wax. A waxy veneer. Yep. That is correct. That is correct. I would like to think of this. That is That's correct. correct. An oddly anthology, that is correct. A cool. movie that may not be considered an anthology. We're waiting on team three and We're four. We're going to give them five, four, three, two, two one. one. Put all of those together. Waxworks. If you've never seen Waxworks, see Waxworks. Would you like a closer look? Uh, see, okay, good. Some of you are now going, yeah, that makes more sense. All right, nerd knowledge number three. What do we have, genius? Okay, we have Link. About the pyromaniac monkey, we have Phase Four about crazy bugs, and we have Labyrinth, F Blink, Phase Four, and Labyrinth. And we're not Put looking for a cod piece. I will tell you that right now. Right, no bulges. Put those uh, movies together, and what would you get? Looking for the answer in five. Oh no, nope, that close. is incorrect. Close, mm, kind of. Link, Link, think, think monkey business, bugs. And, nope. and someone, from, and someone Labyrinth. from Labyrinth. We're looking at five, five four, four three, three. That is incorrect. Two, two one. one. What? That is correct. Yes. That is incorrect. It is. We are looking for either Phenomenon or Creepers. Which, if you have not seen that in a while, but you see the monkeys, the bug, and then yeah. the killer primate looking for revenge. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do that, we'll do that. All right, number four, your problem of nerd knowledge, number four. Jungle Trap <laughs> plus the Blair Witch 
and ravenous. Ah, yes. It's a tasty dish with jungle trap. Think think of the found footage aspect of the Blair Witch Project. That is incorrect. incorrect. And we're, we're heading into Women in Horror Month. That is correct in the back. That is incorrect. We're, that is correct up there. Number. Well, yep. That is correct. And we're looking for an answer in five, four, three, two, uh, finish one. It. Finish I know what it, you're looking. You are it, correct. Blair, you're good. Yeah, you are. That is correct. And this is a one I've only seen one time, and that's the only time I need to see it. Yeah. Cannibal Holocaust. Okay, good. So those are you did yet. My team right there. Do you see how we got there? Damn okay, it. Okay. Jungle trap is the jungle. No, no, uh, no, no, no. Let's we're we're gonna be dicks about it because we gotta keep moving. You're <laughs> We got a ringer in the crowd. All, All right, here we go. Here we go. Ready? Go ahead and read them. It's okay. So the first one we have Chuck Russell's The Blob. Okay. Add a little bit of Robert England's 976 Evil and toss in some bad dreams. What do you have? Chuck Russell's The Bob, Robert England's 976 Evil, and Bad Dreams. It's, it's again, I, actually, quite honestly, it's something we've already talked about tonight. Numerous times. Think in Chuck five, in four, three, in three, in two, two. yep. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. Two. Yep. Excellent. Oh, hold on. We're gonna. We're gonna. Give it. Give it. Give it. Give it. Come on. Come on. Money. 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 That. No. I'm afraid that is incorrect. But everyone else, you got it. It was. Oh, wait. Did I not? No. Everyone else. Oh yeah. It's Dream Warriors. I forgot. I put in Dream the wrong picture. Warriors. I put in the wrong picture. My bad, gang. All right. Clear your board for our next bit of nerd knowledge. Okay. So the next one, we have, Blood Rage. But toss in a little bit of the Prowler and add a lot of Valentine. What movie would you get? So if you get the, the holiday classic Blood Rage with the Tom Savini effects in the Prowler and then a little Valentine, we get that correct. is correct. Finally. We get another one correct. Correct. <laughs> Every near correct. when the 14th draws near. There's a hush all over the Teams town. Teams three and or four and well, five. the legend five. they say that five. on Valentine's Day. Four. That a curse. Three, two, two one. one. Yes, that is correct. Harry Warden will get you with my bloody. Where are my pictures? What the hell happened there? We didn't get the my bloody Valentine. Good job, everyone. All right, our next. All right. Coming up next, we have the car. Toss in Christine. And add a little bit of duel. What would you get? Christine, the car, duel. Five, four. That is correct. That is correct. That is correct. Think, think evil cars. Thinks, think John Carpenter. And five, four, three, two, one, what happened when all the cars went into maximum overdrive? <laughs> cocaine, ladies and gentlemen, cocaine. Don't make me in the window, Curtis. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Who makes love like a hero? You're damn right he does. All right, and I believe this one might be our last? No. Second to last? No. Okay. Third to last. Third to last. Okay, so. Let's keep it moving. Yep, here we go. Demons plus Knight Rider plus... <laughs> Tales from the Crypt, Demons, Night Riders, 
and Tales from the Crypt. That is correct. Correct. Over there on the right is correct. Correct. Down in correct. front is correct. Correct. In the middle is correct. We're Bring looking for you. an answer. Think Tales from the Crypt, Demons, Knight Rider. Demon Knight Rider. Tales, Tales from, from the, the Crypt, Crypt presents Demon Knight. <laughs> we're not going to give that to them, but no. that was Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. Right? <laughs> We're going to have a quiz show a scandal here. Here we go. This one's, gonna, this one's interesting. If you get it, I'm going to be really happy. Okay, no, not, not that happy. Zombie plus alien plus the Alyssa Milano boner yeah. jam embrace of the vampire. <laughs> Think alien-esque sci-fi with a zombie panic and, and Alyssa Milano's boner naked. Jam. Yeah. This is an illicit flick from canon. One of the craziest ones. A flick by Tobey Hooper. Five, four, three, two. That is correct. correct. We're one. Look one. Ding. That is correct. correct. That is incorrect. Sorry. Oh, we're looking for one of our favorite ones. This is one we saw in 35. Life, Life Force. Yes. And I'm you've seen that movie. Like, haven't you guys? I've seen that movie. Several times. That's okay. That's okay. All right, our second to last. It's wonderful. Group. Space vampires, it's naked space vampires. We already did. Done. 35. You didn't show up. Just remember. Okay. All right, here we go. Wicker Man plus Videodrome plus Angelica Houston's The Witches. It's, well, we've talked about it several times. Wicker Man, Videodrome. The witches. Think witches and technology. Witches and technology. That's maybe, right, kids. Maybe Irish witches and That's technology. Right, kids. A little TLW. Um, in fact, uh, Wicker Man, Videotron, and the witches tonight at nine. Five. Yep. Four. Three. Two. One. Shall we sing the jingle, genius? Now it's time for Halloween. 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 Now it's time for Halloween. Y'all done fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we have one more nerd knowledge while we add up our score. This one is worth two points. And this one actually is our video component of it. So ultimately, we're going to show you three trailers. Now, again, you combine these trailers, you're going to get the film that you're going to be putting on your board. So kick back, relax, as we watch a few trailers for nerd knowledge. Yeah, 
Street, Part 2. We had a three-way tie, do we? Perfect. False. No. I, I like this movie. Creighton Duke's the shit. Everybody who likes Midsommar does. No, we only do positive on the show. take if you take jack shoulders fred nightmare on elm street part two freddy's revenge you take the body swapping goodness of jason goes to hell and you add the sci-fi horror of alien you will get this nerd knowledge this now yeah it's a it's a deep it's a, cut it's so a deep cut and it's great but we're gonna have you reveal one, one at a time, time so i can add up our your scores all right okay and again think Jack Shoulders, Freddy's Revenge, Body Swapping with Jason Goes to Hell. We'll do one at a time. You and Sci-Fi Horror and Alien. So. In ten, pencils down in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Team hands 1. Hands down, hands down. Invasion what do we have? The body Snatchers. Incorrect. I'm afraid that is incorrect. Team 2. Under, Under the, the skin. Not a bad guess, not but. Not a bad guess, but incorrect. Team three. Nothing. <laughs> All right. Team four. We have the hidden. That is correct. That is correct. So then team five, yes. If you take team five. Now, how right. many of you have seen the hidden? If, wonderful movie. Do you get it? Where, where you see her now? Okay, so. Now, let's reveal the scores, okay? Team one, you came in with 21 points, all right? Team two, you came in with 17 points. Very good. Team three, you came in with 16 points. Damn. Team four, you came with that answer, that pushed you up to 23 points. <gasps> team five, 
With that answered, that pushed you up to 23 points. So oh, now we have. So now, so now we need one representative from each team for the tiebreaker, which we call the, the physical, physical challenge. challenge. You have to the count of 10 to choose your person. Yep. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, Five, perfect. Now, what we're gonna do here, we are gonna show you a clip from one of our favorite no, horror You know films. what, hold on, hold on, before we do this. Yep. Battling is terrible. People fight, even with words, it's still bad. So the best type of a battle, when you have a team, when you have a tie, and you need to throw down the best type of battle to find out the victor, victor a dance battle. Yes! It's not, you're not saving the community center you're, you're winning, trying to win something for your team. Now, what we're going to do, I'm going to show you a clip from one of our favorite films. Um, and what you're going to do is you're going to, you can basically either recreate, recreate, or, or reimagine or reinterpret. All right? Indeed, right? So, now that being said, that being said, gang, again, we're looking for maybe recreation or interpretation on this. And what we're going to do is we're going to play probably about maybe 15 to 30 seconds of this. Now, you two are going to be dancing by each other. Ultimately, it's going to come down to audience applause. And, and whoever dings, I guess, for the most, especially if it's working for you. So we're going to do a little of a countdown here. And when the music hits, do your thing. Now. Whoa! <laughs> oh my god! Holy shit! Everybody's going everywhere! I, oh, oh yeah! Alright! Alright! There we go! There we go! Before Let's hear from both of them! Let's hear from both of them! Okay, so! Oh my goodness. Wow, I'm feeling a little. Uh, All right, so let's hear it for the representative from Team Four. Let's hear it for the representative of Team Five. You know what? Fuck it, it's a tie. So they both win. Guess what? Both of you guys get prizes. Both of you guys, both teams get the main prizes, but everybody else is gonna get something. That's the game. Do you That's guys have game. a good time? 
thank you guys again for hopefully, ideally, we were the nip of the dog to cure your panic fest hangover. Um, we're gonna now. There is a live script reading of Halloween three going on on Wednesday, so there's still some more festivities going on here at Panic Fest. There's movies tonight. There's movies tomorrow. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So thank you all for sharing in this with us. Thank you for making Panic Fest what it is, because honestly, it would not rule without you guys in the audience. So thank you again. And quite honestly, uh, do you have anything else to share, Genius? I had a fucking blast tonight. How about you guys? Yeah. All right. So, so, like they say, if you like what we do, toss a like to your podcast or playlist of plenty. So, <laughs> I was just going to say, until uh, the next time, this is Greg D. I'm Genius and McGee. We'll see you in your dreams. Those damn enchiladas. All right, gang, we are back with yet another Panic Fest dispatch here at the Panic Fest Panic Fest Film Festival. It's been a long weekend. I'm lucky We've I'm not tripping. We've been panicking for quite a while now. <laughs> it has been a nonstop panic, but it has been fantastic and phenomenal. And one of my favorite things with the Panic Film Festival is seeing kind of the journey of either a short or a feature film. Quite honestly, the journey from a short to a feature film. Uh, and our next guest, we've actually been able to see that exact journey from a short to a feature. And this is an individual that I only met recently, not too long ago, actually. And I'll be honest, my life is better for it. He's fucking rad. Oh, like, like, so here's the thing. Before, oh, before, before we met you, like we talked to a lot of filmmakers like Jill and a couple of other people at Panic Fest. And like they had nothing but good things to say. And I remember I saw Pity. Yes. Before I met you too, and I was like, "This movie is dark and it is good." And like, but then we met you, and I'm like, "Where the fuck did that come from?" <laughs> because everybody who said that you're like the nicest dude is 100% correct. You are the coolest dude. And he is uh, wears multiple hats. He's a writer, editor, director. Uh, his he's d done the entire journey here at Panic Fest. Please welcome to Nightmare Junkhead, John Pata. I don't know why I get an intro like that, but thank you. That I'm was a... that wasn't even our best at this point. <laughs> no, you know? man, That's we're a... tired. You ain't you oh ain't too refreshed. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so before we get into the good stuff, tell our listeners where can they find you out on social media? Please plug and promote away. Well, I'm pretty terrible at social media. Yeah. Not gonna lie, I don't post a whole lot. But I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, and I'm on Instagram, all under John Pata. And then. That's I do have Head Drama Productions, which is my production company. I don't think I've posted in a year, so probably don't bother with that one. <laughs> Where can they find that online, though? Uh, that is on Facebook and Twitter. Perfect. But no Instagram. That, uh, the Instagram, that's, that's for the okay. youngsters. That's right? okay. Right? Yeah, that's people that live through their phone. It's for, I the, it's for the influencers. <laughs> yes, the influencers. So ultimately, my initial um, uh, kind of, I think, introduction was the short which I know I don't think it was gags initially, but it was the short that inspired gags. Is that correct? Well, or did gags come from a short? Yes, gags originally was a short okay, film that okay. played Panic Fest in it 2017. Was... Yeah, okay, I believe it was. I think so. Yes, because the short came out in 2016. Okay, uh, yep. So then it did play Panic Fest, and then you. And and I actually, on the short, I pretty much, I was credited as the creative consultant. Adam Krause, the writer and director of that, 
he and I share scripts all the time and kind of like bounce ideas around. And so when it came to the viral sensation and the production of the film, I was really just kind of giving him notes and ideas. I wasn't too involved in the short. And then when everything blew up and there was worldwide attention on this whole yes. crown phenomenon that occurred out of these photos he shared, I kind of stepped in and I don't want to say I hijacked the project because he kept saying like, I don't know if there's a feature in here. And I threw a pitch at him about this idea that I had. It takes place over the course of one night. We got four stories that are interconnected, but kind of do their own thing. A la trick or treat, but we center it around the character of gags. And he, he went for that idea. And then I came on board as co-writer and then producer and editor of the feature. And now it's on Blu-ray. And now it is on Blu-ray and all VOD platforms. I'm so yeah. excited for that. When I saw that announcement, I was like, yes, I can bring gags home. Well, and the cool thing about the Blu-ray is that the short film has never been made public. It's played film festivals and obviously Panic Fest right. like we talked about. But it, it is on the Blu-ray. And we do commentary tracks for both the short and the feature oh, that really like dive into Adam and the actor Eric Kubelman, who plays Gags the Clown. They dive into that viral phenomenon and then they talk about the production of it because, I mean, really, ultimately, Adam's goal is to make a short film to get Green Bay talking. That's all he wanted was the city of Green Bay where he lives to be talking about this clown. Said he got the whole fucking the world. world. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I guess there's a little bit more here. Careful what you wish for. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, I'll be honest. Gags was the kind of film when I saw it, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. And I, I went, It was I, so much more. Oh, my God. So much more. You went in thinking Killer Clown, and it's not that. Yeah. and it's that's truly. Something, that's something we pride about it, but it's also really bit us in the ass. I mean, uh, because people are expecting um, a Killer yeah. Clown, and they're, they're expecting something like Terrifier, because, you know, Terrifier just came out not too right. long ago, and that's yeah. Got a, that's got a huge following and people want more of that and we give them a movie where the clown's in it for like three minutes yeah. and it's you know and I've said it before but it's kind of like Jaws sure you could say Jaws is about a big shark killing people but it's really about the way the community is impacted exactly and it's and it's spreading on all that pay the chaos and panic and everything it's hitting the community mm -hmm. that's exactly what gags is and so for some people it works but for a lot of people they fucking hate it huh. <laughs> i mean our our response has been kind of what we expected but i would definitely say it's more on people saying no fuck this movie this movie's garbage you, got, you guys aren't the pieces of killer clown movies it's not exactly, it's not exactly, exactly what you think it, no, it is exactly but uh, but also i would imagine that it will kind of kind of be a detriment that for a lot of people like oh i don't like found footage movies you know cuz sometimes i'm even that way oh for sure but like this one you play with so many different variations of the found footage genre you have like different types you have like the handheld camera you mm -hmm. have the phone you have the security cameras and i thought it was a very well done way to incorporate all the different stories by the different techniques of the found footage it was i thoroughly enjoy gags well thank you thank you and i mean that was from the get-go adam and i decided in writing this is not a true found footage movie where the idea that you know something happened and all this tape was found. It was that we are using the world, or excuse me, we're using the cameras that exist in the world to tell our story. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, really, there's cameras everywhere yep. now. Yeah. Not just in your pockets, but there's security cams, there's traffic cams, there, you know, the news. There, I mean, there, yeah. Something's right now filming us, I guarantee. We're in an empty room, and I guarantee we're on camera. There's a lot of windows yeah. here. Yeah. There's cameras picking us up in the windows. And, and then you have the guy with the microphone who goes out doing his own thing, yep. like the, the whole, like, the podcast. Pod Guy, yeah, yeah, that he wants to use Facebook Live to get more viewers and mm -hmm. to get a bigger following. Yeah, so we we were we were very conscious about what we put in it and kind of how we told our story. And we especially wanted to play off of 
the effects that this had with the news that had to be a big part of it. And the cops got so many phone calls and they were getting hounded all the time. And then there were the, I mean, there were people that were taking pictures of themselves with guns where the original photos were taken. And they said, I wouldn't grab a camera. I'd grab this. And it was like, that's what we write. You know I mean? That's terrifying. My, my attitude for probably anything I will ever make humans are far oh. more terrifying than anything you can think of. Exactly. There's a killer clown with like dark mystic powers running around, yet the ones the humans reacting are the most deadly things in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's a very good like social commentary with about a killer clown. It's super well done. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, and the other thing that I really admire is the fact that you do so many different things with as a crew member, you know, mm. again the editing, the writing, the directing. And quite honestly, um, I was I technically put this on my resume. I was uh, officially directed by John Pata. You were just the other night. Yes. yes. And I want to talk a little bit about Film Family because you're technically yeah. in town for our friend Jill Gavargazian helping yes. out on the stylist as well as, you know, here at the Panic Film yes, Fest. Correct. How did you guys initially get together? So in 2012, I wrote or I, I co-wrote and directed a feature film called Deadweight. And at the time, we were just sending out screeners to websites to get some reviews. And I sent one to Downright Creepy. And originally, Eric Havens is who did our review, but then he told me, he's like, hey, we're going to pass the film around the office. Is that okay? And Jill was helping out with Downright Creepy at that time. So then she reached out via email, and she just said, hey, I saw the movie. I really liked it. And she had a couple of questions. And then a few months later, we both were going to be at Days of the Dead Indianapolis. And we met in person there, and everything was cool. And then a month later, I came to Kansas City for Crypticon Kansas City to sell and promote Dead Weight. And then we just hung out all weekend, and then we became really good friends. And then, you know, that was at the time that she had Call Girl starting. Mm -hmm. And so talking over that with her, and then when I made Pity, which you mentioned earlier, she came up to to see set because she had only made Call Girl, and she wanted to get a little bit more set experience. And so then she came up to hang out and help out on set, and then... Basically, the crew that made Pity went on to make the stylist short film. That's it was pretty much the exact same crew, same composer, same editor, but that being me. Yeah. You know, and then, and then Jill and Eric came in with their script and their story, and it's just kind of evolved ever since and you know, keep kind of bobbing in and out of each other's projects. And the fact that, again, talking about the, the journey from short to feature, mm-hmm. you're also now part of this as well because the stylist initially did start as a short played here at Panic. Yes. And right now in the midst, and uh, again, just it gave me so much more appreciation for everything that you guys do. And when I say you guys, I mean every single member of the crew from catering to the key grip. There's just, it's so unreal the amount of work, the preparation for like a five second shot. Uh, right. And as, as, as you were just mentioning, Greg, you know, the other night you came out to be an extra in a scene and we had you there for what six hours it wasn't bad it wasn't no bad. right 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 well and we were at your house the whole Which time helps, we were filming yeah. at your house but but yeah i mean we probably spent four to five hours just yeah. on your scene where yeah. you're walking through and that's probably going to be on screen for like five seconds yep <laughs> you know the magic of movies right i mean it it is wild and but it's it's awesome i mean right now we have so many people in town for the stylist, you know, we have a lot of Casey locals that are working on it, but then there's other people that came from various parts of Kansas. A lot of people that came from Chicago. We got Anthony Cousins who came in from Minneapolis and he's actually here with Scare Package right now as well. And, you know, I'm here from Wisconsin. So it's a lot of people from the Midwest that are just coming together to make this film. The film family again. It is. is, And it's so great. I mean, it's so, so, so fucking wonderful. So speaking of coming together and coming into town, 
Welcome back to Panic Fest. Yeah, absolutely. How has oh. your Panic Fest 2020 Holy been going? Shit, this fest is just great. I mean, last year, right, we were here with Gags, which now is called Gags the Clown. I should mention that. That's what it is. Uh, <laughs> That's you fair. Know, it's Gags in my heart. Yeah, it's yeah, right, gags. right. And actually, I don't mind that the clown was added to it. But no, we had a, Adam and I had a great time last year, and that was my first time at Panic Fest. Not my first time at Screenland. My right. first time at Panic Fest. And this year it sucks because I do have to, you know, dip in and out because I'm going to work on the stylus. But, oh, my God, has this fest just blown up. I mean, it is so great. One, Kansas City has such an incredible horror community. I've thought that from the first time I came here in 2012, and this is my sixth time in the city, and it's never let me down. Kansas City horror community is so wonderful. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's special. It's nice and supportive, yeah. man. Really Everyone's is. cheering for each other. Everyone's helping each other out. Yep. There's no like, meh. Oh, your horror is better than mine. You know, none mm-hmm. of that. You know, like, right. you like that. And it's yep. like, okay, cool. Everybody likes horror. You yeah. Know? yeah ex- and that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let differences get between us. Let differences start conversation. Correct. <laughs> you know, it's, Correct. Like, it's like, that's the great thing. Because we could, you know, I could talk about one movie with 10 people. And have 10 different conversations. And Absolutely. that's the way it should be. Absolutely. Even if it's a movie I love, I guarantee I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a new perspective when I talk to somebody that maybe doesn't like it. Right. And I was talking to the, the, the blonde in front, Katie. Yes. And we have a lot of similar opinions, but there's a couple of movies where we just butt heads mm-hmm. and we do not agree at all. Mm-hmm. But we can still have a civil conversation about it and then be cool about it and then exactly describe why you don't, why I don't like this. And she goes, well, did you think about this? No, blah, 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 back and forth. And that's what it needs to be beyond the horror community. I yes. think the world itself oh, can take sure. a lot of lessons from horror. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. What Fuck the yeah. world needs <laughs> now <laughs> is blood, sweet blood. <laughs> so what has been one of your highlights so far at Panic Fest? Uh, you know, I'm going to feel really weird saying this because uh, whatever, I'm just going to say it. So uh, Greg got to witness this. Actually, Greg was kind of the catalyst oh, of this. We've and talked about this multiple <laughs> yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, I want to hear about, your We talked actually about this person. Yeah. So it's Thursday night. It's, you know, the preview <laughs> night. Get out of color of space and sitting in the lobby and talking and hanging out and I'm around friends and then Greg's going around and he's introducing Patty Murphy who's here from Ireland for the parished and it gets around and Greg just goes Patty and he doesn't even say my full name which was what was really impressive was he goes he goes this is John he's our friend he's in from out of town he's working on and before you could even say anymore Patty's eyes just light up and in that fucking accent, that beautiful, wonderful accent, he's just like, oh, my God, you're John Potter. John and he just Potter. fucking tackles me in this hug. And he's, like, prancing around with me. He's like, I love Pity so much. I love Pity. No idea who the fucking guy is. You know, like, no idea. And by no means am I scared no, or no, worried yeah. or anything. Right. But I, nobody responds oh, to me like that ever, is. nor should they. And I'm just like... <laughs> What the fuck is happening? And the look of just joy oh. that was in his face. And if I, I don't like saying this because it makes me sound like I'm talking myself no, no, no. up. It was, no, but it was just like it was it was unbelievable to have this moment of this dude in another fucking country around the world knows me because of this short film and can basically just hear my first name and he puts it together. I mean, it was, it was unreal. It really was so, so surreal. Patty told us this story. And even as he was touring, he's like, and I met John Pata and like, just, he had those stars in his eyes, little hearts hearts everywhere. He's telling the story and he's like, Oh, my heart sank when I met Pata. And I'm like, 
That's amazing. You know, and that's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, it's 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 weird for me to say because I'm fucking nobody. Like, why would somebody get excited to meet me? But to see that he was so genuinely mm-hmm. excited, and you know, like I couldn't help but feel great. Yeah, I was just like, oh. but then the 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 kicker of that is, um, I leave after that, and I'm in a great fucking wonderful mood. I'm seeing more friends. I go to set for a little bit. And then I wrecked my car on the way oh, home no. from set. Oh no! Oh yeah, did you no guys not shit. know this? No. no. Oh yeah. So that was, that was the night of that like really gross slushy yeah. snowfall. Yeah. Well, this roundabout, this tiny little roundabout that was two minutes from where I was staying, I could not see in the snow. <gasps> so at the last minute, cars totally wrecked. Cars oh totally. no! <laughs> cars wrecked. Yeah. So so Friday. I'd, I'd offer you a ride, but I don't know if my car can make it all the way. <laughs> day, day. Well, the, that insurance is finally kicking in as of today, four days later. Oh, Lord. So God. so yeah. So I was Friday here at Panic Fest. I feel really bad because I was not in the right headspace. I was I so negative and, and angry and oh. just disappointed and upset. And oh. then I had to go host evil dead, which is the movie that I saw at 10 years old that pushed me to become a oh. filmmaker. It, and they specifically asked me to introduce this movie. Mm-hmm. And I brought some stuff from the actual cabin and like, I yeah. did this whole, and I fucking was not there. Like I was so distant and I was like, Oh, but we had Justin Gardner from Casey film and, yep. and Patrick Ray. Yep. And I mean, mm-hmm. I think it was still a good night. It but, was, I was there okay. in attendance at the end. Yeah, no, I could not tell. Okay, I thought yeah. you were, just digging the, oh, the evil was, dead. Oh, I was fucking angry. You're, you're, a, pro, you're a pro, my friend. You're, you're a, a pro, pro, man. You're a pro. <laughs> but, um, you know, even that, it didn't ruin any of this trip at all. Right. You know, it, it's it's just. It's fuck. Panic Fest, baby. KC and Panic Fest, seriously, and Screenline Armor. I yeah. mean, this is something special. And I'm sure a lot of people say that. And it sounds like I'm just trying to, like, promote everything. But it's true. I yeah. mean, it is so fucking true. Well, we count our lucky stars every fucking day that we can that they give us the opportunity to do this. So, like, mm. we're one hundred percent correct with you. Panic Fest is something truly unique and special. It really is, and and you guys are also something that makes that a part of what's so Thanks special. And and no, no, and, and 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 it's so true. And just in watching the podcast live, watching you interact with people, watching you talk with filmmakers, I mean, it's so obvious that you guys live and breathe and oh, we, love yeah. this stuff. And it is so obvious. And I mean, we just got it out of the game show, which actually, I mean, that is also a highlight of this. That was so unbelievably fun. As somebody Thanks. that used to host a lot of horror trivia and stuff you guys put a spin on it that you know because i've done so much trivia and i was just like this is the way to do it i was actually almost like i gotta start doing trivia again i gotta take some notes from these guys because it was you man it was a blast and and i don't tickle you if oh yeah and you got we tore captain road style style. (laughs) yeah but i i know you said this was the third year of doing it i hope there's a fifth year i hope there's a sixth year but Anybody that comes to Panic Fest, you have to go to the game show. Thanks, dude. Highlight. Thank you, man. Highlight. Fucking highlight. It was wonderful. You're giving us a Patty Murphy oh, moment right there. It, I know. No, it no, was, it no. was. Now I'm going to be like, oh, John Patta and like <laughs> stars and hearts. And, <laughs> well, obviously working right now with Joe Gavargizian's The Stylist, but yes. what is next after yeah. that right now? I haven't directed since Pity, which came out in 2014, and I'm really itching to to direct again because even with gags, I co-wrote and I produced and I edited and with The Stylist, I'm editing but I got so many fucked up weird stories that I really, <laughs> that I really want to tell. And uh, just with the stylist, I don't think I'm going to have the mental and uh, emotional capacity to do a feature this year. So I have a short that I really want to get off. Uh, it is like the most Wisconsin is fuck body horror short that I could ever make. And it's called They're So Squeaky. It's about cheese curds. Yes. I was, and it is. I was I thinking mean, that. It is, I didn't want to say. Like, it is. It is. 
I am like actually Adam Krause of Gags and I were driving home last year from Panic Fest and I told him my idea and he was just like, why hasn't anyone ever made this yet? Like this oh. is this oh. is so I script that's- ready to go. I had a couple conversations. I think that's going to be a summer project that we're going to do. And I w- would love to be back at Panic Fest. With Absolutely. This. So it's more Cheddarburg than Cronenberg. Oh, I'm oh, I'm I'm putting that on the poster. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm putting that on the poster. Cheddar. Oh, that's fucking beautiful. I, I can think of no better way yep. to close that one out. So, um, John, really, thank, thank you. you so much for oh. coming. Not only. On this show, but, just but to Panic Fest in yeah. general, man. So happy to be here. Seriously, when they said John Pat is coming back, I was like, fuck yeah. Dude, every year. I'm coming back every year. I mean, it's just decided. Well, your family. You, yeah, you have no I, choice in the matter. No, it's, it's, and you have an conti- uh, open invite oh, whenever wow. you want on the show. Whenever man. you need to pl- plug, promote, we are here for you, my friend. Thank you. You guys are so fantastic. And just thank you for all the support you give yeah. everything genre related we, we, it's, we, we're fans we're fans we love what we love so until the next uh, panic fest dispatch this is greg d and i'm genius mcgee and we'll continue on panicking